Frank Ling. And I'm Charles Lee. And you're listening to the Grok Science Show. That's right. It's a weekly look at the world of science, technology, and their effects on our daily lives. Coming up on today's program, Julie Wask will join us to discuss female robots. So stay tuned for all of this. Plus the Grokatron 5000. And our world-famous question of the week. Coming right up. Here. On the Grok's Science Show. to the Grox Science Show. Well, the fantasy of a male creator creating his perfect woman dates back to the Greek myth of Pygmalion and Galatea. But stories of uh, construction of female robots, androids, and other artificial eaves continues to this day. Well, joining us today to discuss this issue is Professor Julie Wask. Professor Wask is Professor of Art History, English, and Studio Painting at the State University of New York Maritime College in New York City. She's authored several works on the subject, including Women and Machine, Alluring Androids, Robot Women, and Electronic Eaves, and her most recent work, My Fair Ladies, Female Robots, Androids, and Other Artificial Eaves. Being an artist herself, she also has an exhibit now appearing at the New York Hall of Science, entitled Picturing Female Robots and Androids. And Professor Wask, I want to thank you very much for joining us today on the Grox Science Show. Yes, I'm happy to be here. Well, uh, it's certainly our pleasure, certainly a fascinating topic that you're exploring in, in your work in which you talk about the history of the construction of female robots, androids, and other artificial leaves, as, as put in your most recent book. I'm curious, how did you uh, become interested in this topic? Well, I've been writing about art and technology for a number of years, and uh, in my first book I showed a, an image of a, a doll, a mechanical doll, uh, created by Thomas Edison, and I began thinking about this using technology and science to create artificial beings. And when I wrote my book, Women in the Machine, I began focusing on the intersections between women and technology. And this book is an outgrowth of that. It's really a history of uh, how artificial women have been depicted. And that's what's in the exhibit that's on right now in New York. So how, how do you think this is uh, distinct from a depiction of women and other art forms besides that maybe technologically driven? Are, are they similar? Are they different? Well, they're different because, uh, well, they reflect uh, changes in technology. They're part of a long history of trying to create use of technology to create artificial beings. And they also reflect cultural attitudes about women's kind of social changes. And that's something I've long been interested in. So it's it's, it's somewhat different because of these images are embedded with cultural attitudes that are really undergoing change. I think that's what's exciting. If you look at, sir, for example, artworks, oftentimes the way women are depicted oftentimes also reflects uh, the the cultural times of the uh, the age. Is it, is it just that now with things like automatons, it, it's more view them with particular behaviors? Well, you're absolutely right. My book, Women in the Machine, was about cultural representations and art and journalism and film. So this is different. I think what's interesting is that um, it kind of intersects with our preoccupation with artificial intelligence right now and and uh, this fascination with creating synthetic beings. You know, you've raised a really interesting question. I'm going to have to think more about it. 
To, to what extent, then, do you think the attitude, I guess, towards creating artificial beings that, that uh, represent the female form are being better reflective of, of what uh, a society I guess, is trying to achieve? Well, it's true that both male and female uh, androids, humanoid robots are being created. But you know, in answer to your question that you just asked me, there's, there's a long cultural history of women sometimes feeling they have to have an artificial look with cosmetics, for example, or, or perhaps bury their emotions. And so some of this plays into the idea of having to have a certain appearance. And, and since we're in a world of simulations, I think that's part of the interest in, in their femaleness, this kind of interplay between the artificial and the genuine. And that boundary is being totally blurred today, which is exciting and perhaps a little alarming, too. With the Pygmalion myth, it's, it's again, something driven by men, but uh, nowadays uh, there are certainly female engineers. Are more females, again, driving the, the sort of representation? Yes, the Pygmalion method was an artist who brought, uh, who created a beautiful woman sculpture, and then prayed to to create a woman just like her. And and Venus actually brought his sculpture to life. So that's the origins of that. Uh, yes, um, some of the earliest uh, automatons I looked at were female wine servers, for example. Um, my feeling is that male roboticists tend to be creating their image of often of a perfect woman. And that's something you don't really see women roboticists thinking about creating perfect men. So that's one thing. Um, and the other thing is women roboticists tend are often creating uh, working in labs, working as are men on sociable robots that are capable of, of simulating emotions and empathy. So you see a different focus. There, uh, uh, male roboticists tend to create images of young women in their 20s, and they're very pretty, and they say how beautiful they are. So there is a different approach. Well, how, how do you think the, the representation of, of women as automatons has changed over maybe the, the most recent history? Well, what's happened is there's a long history, and this is in my exhibit, of depicting women as dolls or servants. One of the prime examples, I show an image from the Stepford Wives. These are very docile women, and they're operated through remote control and push buttons fundamentally, uh, and uh, they're very obedient and docile, and, and they uh, never say anything unpleasant, and to the men they seem flawless, really better than their actual wives. What we're seeing today are images in television programs like Westworld and TV series like Humans and films like Ex Machina are uh, rebellious uh, uh, female robots and, uh, and androids. They they want their independence. They're not happy with being confined. They do have human-like consciousness. So, and you're seeing it in in video games that are here and and are soon going to be released. So there are, there are those changes. So, so in a way, it, it seems as if it's lagging a little bit behind social changes that have gone on. And That's true. I mean, um, the Stepford Wives was first written as a novel when the women's movement was underway in the 1970s. So, and 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 it was a spoof on men who really didn't want their wives to 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 be that autonomous. So, and and this, yeah, this change, this this anniversary of of women's suffrage. I mean, things have 
very dramatically changed long before these images are showing changes. So maybe you're you're ask, you're actually raising an important point. Why have these stereotypes held on to, for so long? Uh, and again, one of the most uh, prime examples, not necessarily automata, but is is Barbie dolls. Yes, although there's an important change with Barbie dolls. Uh, just recently, Mattel has um, issued a, a line called Fashionista dolls, and they're they're trying to um, uh, go um, offer young girls uh, role models um, that are quite different from the almost impossible to achieve Barbie doll look. So in this line, you see petite Barbies and curvy Barbie Barbies and tall Barbies and um, there's also Barbies that have seven different skin tones. So you're seeing a, and different hairstyles. So that that's totally undergoing a change. You see it with other manufacturers too. There's much greater sense of the need for diversity to reflect the actual world that girls are experiencing and who they are. Uh, regarding, I guess, the, the depiction of female automatons as rebellious creatures, isn't that going in sort of swinging in the opposite direction in the middle? Um, these are fictional creatures, but certainly there's a long cultural history of of women resisting stereotypes and, and, and wanting greater independence. So, um, yeah, there, it's true that the, some of the images you're seeing in films are a little frightening. Women become um, ex machina. They... It's not that it ever became violent, but she, well, yes, there is violence in that film. So um, it is an extreme, but uh, it's, it is, it's, 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 what's really being reflected is the wish for autonomy and um, being an individual and a self versus some kind of clone or image of perfection. Uh, do you have any uh, particular favorite images or, or pieces from your exhibit? Well, one of them I really find fascinating, and it's it's several hundred years old. It's an automaton I saw in Switzerland. Uh, it was from the 1770s, and it's about a four-foot-tall doll, really, mechanical doll created by clockmakers. But I just think it's fascinating. In the 18th century, they're already trying to create realistic-looking or mechanical females and males. So I find that very appealing. I I think uh, Bride of Frankenstein's very jigging film. There are images from the film Metropolis, and and I think Stepford Wise is really one of the central films that really in, embodies all these these topics about this longing for perfection. Well, uh, you know, a lot of us aren't in uh, New York City. Is there any uh, chance that this exhibit will uh, go on the road, or are there any other ways that people can uh, sort of experience uh, experience the work? Yes, absolutely. It's 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 going to run. It's perhaps going to be extended into September here, but it is available if if anyone is interested in having me um, bring it to their venue, wherever it is, a museum or a classroom. Yes, it could go on the road. Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm just curious uh, if you maybe have some final words, I guess, regarding the whole topic of presentation of women as automatons. Well, I, I just, I, I, my, my excitement about it is that it, it is so much a part of the changing technologies of today and the changing cultural changes. And I think the, what's fascinating is you can see it happening in video games and children's toys and films and literature, and, it's, and, it's, and I, I think it's increasing 
there's an increasing interest in it. And I think what's also interesting is the, that there will be a, uh, this development of empathetic robots is a very important development. That's a very serious development because we are, we are going to need robots for caretaking for, for the elderly, for example, or the infirm. And so there's a very serious component, too, whether they're embodied as male, female, or, or kind of without gender, then we're going to see this happening. So I'm curious if these robots will continue to be um, gendered the way they are now. Well, it'll be an interesting future to find out, huh? Yes. Well, I would like to thank uh, our, our guest today. We were talking with uh, Professor Julie Wask. Uh, she's the author of My Fair Ladies, Female Robots, Androids, and Other Artificial Eves. She also currently has an exhibit at uh, the New York Hall of Science entitled Picturing Female Robots and Androids, which uh, is running through September. And Professor Wask, I want to thank you very much for joining us today on the Grok Science Show. I enjoyed being here. Thank you. And that's all for this week's edition of the Grok Science Show. Make sure you tune in next week for more from the world of science and technology. If you'd like to contact us here, you can email us at science at groks.net. For Grok Science, I'm Frank Ling. And I'm Charles Lee. Make sure you also see us on the web at www.groks.net. Have a great afternoon and keep on grokking.